Hi, and welcome to Proverb Parables. Today, the topic of our short story is on keeping a tender heart. There's no doubt about it, hearing a rebuke sure does sting. When we receive reproof or correction duly given, we can have one of two responses. To accept it, we must be willing to admit that we're not always going to be in the right. That takes humility. But we can also resent the rebuke and shoot back with some hot words, digging a deeper hole for ourselves. Who are we kidding? God knows we can be some hard nuts to crack sometimes. Can't we just learn our lesson? We wouldn't be doing ourselves a favor to resist either his reproof or that of godly leaders. Of course, he'd much rather only have to use words in order to get a point across. The Apostle Paul addressed the Corinthians this way. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with a rod of discipline, or shall I come in love and with a gentle spirit? It would also be useful to take into account Psalm 32.9. Do not be like the horse or mule, which have no understanding but must be controlled by bit or bridle, or they will not come to you. If you're someone who's cultivated tenderness, you'll be sure to feel the potent effects of a stern word. Unfortunately, though, if you're bent on doing your own thing, I'm sorry to say, but you might be going to the school of hard knocks. Hopefully, we don't choose to be fools. And speaking of which, here's a side note on that. Since you can't beat sense into a fool, no bother trying to talk sense into a fool. The man bent on reckless living has his mind made up. You can whack him up to a hundred times and it will hardly make the slightest impression. Learn to accept the word of correction and it will have a deep and lasting impression on you. You'll be sparing yourself a much harder path depending on your heart condition. Take a look at Proverbs 17.10. A rebuke impresses a man of discernment more than a hundred lashes a fool. It was a sultry day, and two teenagers had gotten into some mischief. Hopping onto each of their own father's wagons, they went racing down the road, flying past women carrying baskets of fruit and small children clutching their mother's skirts. An elderly neighbor who lived on that road saw the two boys go by and was so alarmed, he reported them to their fathers. Were you aware that your sons are out there riding around on your wagons? I'll have you know they're racing with them. The first father bolted out the door and managed to reach his son ahead of the other. Boy, what are you doing riding around in my wagon? You didn't ask my permission to do that. You're liable to get yourself or somebody else killed. You better never do this kind of thing again, you hear me? Because this son of his had a noble heart, after hearing the reprimand, his face bore the look of an inspired artist beholding the Alps. Father, you're so right. I'm honestly impressed by what you just said. I accept your rebuke. I am in the wrong today. His father was obviously pleased at the way he had responded and sent him on his way while he took charge of the wagon. Soon thereafter, the second father caught up with his son. Boy, you have no permission to be sneaking off with my wagon, driving like a wild Indian. Now step down right now so I can see if you damage my property. 
This son, though hearing a similar rebuke, had a bad heart and did not respond as he should have. Instead, he laughed in a ridiculing way like he owned the planet. You're not the boss of me! No sooner had he said that when he felt something hit him hard, and all he saw after that were stars. His father had just whacked him upside the head with a two-by-four. You better watch that rebellious mouth of yours! You're gonna get some sense knocked back into ya! Regaining his bearings from the first impact, the son retorted, I don't care what you say. I can do whatever I want. During the next five minutes, he proved to be one tough cookie as his father continued administering discipline for each defiant statement. I care about you too much to let you act like some gangster, son, he said, hauling him out back behind an outhouse. The entire time the boy was getting whacked, all the son said in the most apathetic voice he could muster was, Ow, 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 ow. Acting completely unfazed, he wasn't going to let on for one minute that this beating actually hurt. Or worse, that it was hurting his pride. You've got to learn one way or another, boy, his father said, either through my words or my whip. I don't know if I'm getting through to you, but you need to know I care too much about you not to reprimand you and not to discipline you. It's for your own good and you'd be wise to take heed rather than dig your heels in. Otherwise, chances are we'll be going through this a hundred more times. <laughs>